You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're going to talk about Paul Verhoeven's social satire, RoboCop. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast. We are your host. I am editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? <laughs> is that your is that your robo voice? <laughs> I'm going to work on it throughout the podcast. No, that's, no, that's, that's all start. I want to hear tonight. I just want to hear all of your RoboCop voices. Shut it, creep. <laughs> <laughs> and that creep. Uh, I'm sorry. That uh, director of photography, Mike Griggs. Hey, hello. Hey, hey. And we also have costume designer Kristen Jones. Uh, hello. Howdy, howdy. Guys, talking 1987's RoboCop. Don't hurt my heart, guys. I super love this film. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. This this is one of those 80s movies. It's up there with uh, Aliens, The Thing, uh, The Fly, uh, Predator. It's, it's just one of those sci-fi movies, man, that is a staple of this decade. A staple is a good word. This this is a movie that I feel like anyone who's seen it has seen it about fifty times, and if you haven't seen it yet, you're you're just waiting for a beautiful experience that you need to uh, join us. Come, join exactly, us. Griggs. I did not know that you were going to go that way. I was holding my breath. This movie is fucking amazing. It's excellent, even down to its shitty stop motion. It just makes things creepy. You're going to break my heart with that. I love the shitty stop motion. No, 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 no. Brian, Brian, Brian. It's so well done. But like, I guess it's that like, what is it doing? Is it the shuddery effect? How they kind of feel a little choppy? And I think it makes it. I think it's because they they filmed it at such a low um, frame rate. And there's there's not like motion blur added on top of, 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 you know, how they did it or whatever. No, this actually has motion blur. If you go back and look at it, that was one of Phil Tippett's like really big things, uh, like the Ray Harryhausen like uh, stop motion, there is no motion blur, and Phil Tibbet he he oh, developed okay. the uh, what was it called? Yeah, I think he called it go motion or something like that. I don't whatever. Yeah, and it actually adds like um, the motion blur in the frame because he'll go back and and re-expose things. Interesting. In his stop motion, and that's how he'll get motion blur, like all the um, oh, wow. 
like all the uh, uh, giant machine gun um, flares and sparks. Those those are actually aren't flares that are composited over there. Those are cotton balls. Yeah, they are with little little pin lights of different colors, usually just orange, hitting them. And he's he's rearranging the cotton in different patterns. No way. So that's how he's getting those muzzle flashes. Genius. Right? It's just crazy. That's crazy cool shit, man. No, man. I'm saying that, like, it, it, it for its time, which we always say that, but, like, it, it everything still sells. And that fucking, I think that the, that feeling, that style makes the um, ED-250 or whatever. What is it? ED. <laughs> Ed-209. Dysfunction. Ed-209. <laughs> That's right. The Ed-209 feels creepy as fuck, man. It, it's so, it's so, like. It's the voice. It's it is the voice and it's growling like a fucking monster. But like um, even RoboCop has like the robotic movements, like they're very stilted. I mean, like you know, very sharp. So its sharpness makes it creepy. Like just kind of how it just kind of moves and it's all janky and, and scary and big. That's insane. That that's Peter Weller. When I learned that that's just Peter Weller moving like that, and that there's not actually like hard joints for him to like move in the suit, he's doing that pop lock really? just on his own. It's like, what the hell, bro? That's pretty dope. I bet he can do a mean robot. Like, you know, that was probably part I of mean, his He training. literally did. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay, Peter, we're going to learn our first step. It's called the robot. And he's over there like doing that arm wiggle thing, you know? <laughs> no, okay, so I, I was reading something about like when they first got the, um, the costume, the whole Robocop deal. It was like 10 months late, and they finally delivered it like the day before they were supposed to shoot with it. And it was so heavy that he could barely wear it. It took like hours and hours to put on. And they had to like stop production just so he could essentially learn how to walk in this suit because it was just like way, way heavier than than it was originally intended or supposed to be. Is that true, Brian? Yeah. No, Peter Weller got like really pissed, like to the point where I think now it depends on who you believe, but I think he actually walked off the fucking set said fuck you i'm out and they were actually looking for a different actor for a day before oh, yeah before they came like you know they were like ah you know paul verhoeven maybe you should go make nice with uh with where <laughs> since he's actually the only guy that can wear the suit because the suit was made for him so why don't you get him back <laughs> and like rob botine the guy that made the robocop suit he was already not speaking to paul verhoeven at this point like they were not talking i mean obviously they repaired their relationship because they went on to work together on total recall but Ooh, just amazing. not speaking. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch all the behind the scenes, but uh, like they, I, the parts I did see, they said that there was a very volatile set, lots of crazy shit going on, people screaming and you know very angry and very high tension, which kind of fits the craziness of this film. Every single person in this movie, all, all the fucking villains and shit, they're just to a thousand percent. They're just over the top, villainous. Just I, okay. I don't give a fuck. I, like you, one of the guys gets shot in the leg and he's on the crew. Fuck him. Throw him out. He's dead weight. He's dead. He burnt the fly? money too. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he was already pissed at him, so he was looking for an excuse. <laughs> if you had blown the door better to the vault, we, you know we'd have our money here. <laughs> Not about the money for them though. They enjoy killing and then torture. Yeah, yeah, no, they get a, a real kick out of that. Yeah, right, so I, I'm intrigued uh, by everybody's like context of, of when they watched this when they were growing up. Like, what, did you see this in the theater? Was this like a a no repeat way. viewing on cable when you were a kid, kind of thing? Like, I was three when this what was came your out. first experience? You were three when this came out. Yeah, no, I guess it wasn't that much. Older. I, no, I always saw I saw this on VHS. 
you know, it's just like this. This was one of the VHSs we actually had in the house because um, my dad actually nice. liked this movie. So I think everyone's dad liked this movie. This is a dad movie, but it's 100%. also hundred percent. I can absolutely. It. <laughs> it's also a kids movie because I used to have RoboCop toys, and then when I was watching this film today, I was like, "Holy shit, this motherfucker <laughs> is violent and like gory!" But oh then I realized God. that Brian gave me the director's cut, which is actually a different cut than what you guys may have seen. It's only like six shots more, man. It's not. Yeah, that but much. it's the it's crazy that shit that yeah. I'm talking about—the blood and the heads exploding and just massive amounts of blood. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" Why did my mom give me RoboCop toys as a kid? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Obviously, I've never seen this. Well, because it was know. a cartoon when we were growing up too. Like, uh, yeah, late late eighties. It was, uh, I don't know, it was on for like maybe a year or two. I don't, I don't know. I only watched a little bit of it when I was a kid. It was kind of boring. It was, it was no Batman or GI Joe Transformers. So, but shit explodes. Yeah. And he's a, and he's a RoboCop gun coming out of his leg. Dude, that is fucking dope in the movie. <laughs> God, I like that so they tie cool. it. They, they 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 do a really good job of like humanizing him, and like even though you don't get too much backstory, they do enough that like calls back with the gun thing, you know. And and they just like they 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 try to add. At least there's it's not just a fucking cyborg cop going around blowing up shit. He's actually got like you know they're they're trying to put a little weight on it, which is really cool. Make you care about him a little bit. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the most like surprising moments in the entire movie is like when he's. When he's walking through uh, his old house and it's up, it's up for sale, and it's got those weird like little TV monitors with the sale guy. Like, hey, here's this the kitchen would look great on you. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, mean, I don't know. That's, that's that, that scene is one of the few one of the few times where I call bullshit because like the house is for sale. Someone has taken the time and the effort to put like four different computer sales like things in there. But they can't clean up like a broken ass mug on the kitchen counter. It flat dead dead plants and flowers. Yeah, that are, like, like everywhere. flowers that are that are photos. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Are, are we are we going to question logic in this movie? Yes, Brian. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I don't know. 100%. I don't know. Like the logic of like doing a a, a weapons demo inside of a boardroom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with, with live, with ammunition. live ammo. <laughs> that's for comedic effect, though. Like that's the whole point of the scene. Dude, that was so crazy, man. Like, they, they, they blew the shit out of that guy, man. They just tore him up. And then I like how everybody, uh, w- when that giant robot walks in the room, they're all just, like, bright-eyed. They're like, oh, my God, it's so amazing. They're just so all so happy. And then even even when it kind of, like, turns and gets and it, like, pulls all its guns out, they're all, like, still, like, ah, you know, but still so excited about it. And no one gives a fuck that that dude got killed. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, but did everyone, I mean, what was up with that? Whenever, whenever one of the board members got killed there, there was like a black board member and he was just laughing the whole time so, yeah because he was glad it wasn't him for once well I, that's so i figured like that was when um when they were like when they he they picked the guy to volunteer they're like here's a weapon pointed at you know the robot uh he laughed and i was like oh yeah because it's funny because it's the white guy doing it and not the black guy like and i appreciated that but then he just like kept laughing like every time anybody like died <laughs> <laughs> You talking about Johnson, the guy with the glasses? That was uh, yeah, no, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because even at the end, uh, yeah, and then he gave the thumbs up. He gave the thumbs up to the guy after he killed him. <laughs> it's like good presentation, yeah. bro. He was See, in- that's how you take advantage of a moment. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys notice that uh, in that opening shot of the boardroom when they do that wide like dolly? Uh, you can see the camera, the focus puller, and the script suit in the uh, reflection. Of the TVs. Oh, in the glass? Or yeah. in the TVs? Oh, yeah, it's the, in the TVs. It's in the glass of the TVs. 
Oh, nice. Nice little uh, camera crew cameo. I was questioning why they put, why they felt the need, why the, the art department felt the need to put like plexiglass. straight plastic plexiglass on all the TVs. Yeah. Like I it just feels too. more futuristic, but then they still have the curved screen like right behind it. Like if you're going to add an understand. It's that. future flat like people- screen, man. No, they don't like people touching their screens, so it's Apparently. easy. Apparently. Yeah. I don't like that either. I mean, like, <laughs> you put your finger near my freaking screen and I slap it. Speaking of screens, the opening of the movie is really cool. Like, the you know, they have all these, like, commercials. And, I like, love the all the commercials. And all that kind yeah. of stuff. And the yeah. doctor's like, and remember, we, we care. care. <laughs> Get your Yamaha heart. Yeah, your Yamaha heart. <laughs> <laughs> your sports model. You choose the heart. <laughs> we install. <laughs> Same uh, day. <laughs> I think my favorite commercial is the Nukem. I oh, man, I, dude, that still cracks me. I oh, like Battleship. Yeah, get them before S- they get you. What the little kid says, like serious, <laughs> like uh, is a breach of my borders. That's it, Buster. No more military aid. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Well, just like is there. When is this movie supposed to be set? Is this like near future, like mid nineties, like? Or is this more like a Terminator deal where it's... You don't know, man. It's just they, they never give you a year. It's like cyberpunk, bro. Just, okay. It just is. Okay. It just, it's just like an alternate weird future world that has some modern modern of the time tech. Well, 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 when this was made, it was just supposed to be the future, you know. I mean, it's only like in a different reality or if you're looking at it now. It's not the future. Do you see any cell phones? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> it's going to be a long night here. Didn't see any internet, any internet either. <laughs> Wait, what? You didn't? That, no, dude. That's that's what he was like jacking into, man. That was that was the. How internet. crazy is that? Oh like, like you God. know, the Terminator would just have that database in his head, but like you know, Murphy's yeah. got to go storm into the fucking giant computer room, you know, and go in there and jack into the system with his R two D two fist, and you know, um... that's one of the moments that really honestly draws me out because like, if he's supposed to be a fucking robot. Why is he sitting there waiting for a GUI interface and for freaking pictures to load so that everyone around him can see what he's doing? Like, so the why, audience knows what's going on, Greg. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I understand that it works for the sake of a movie, but like, and we are making let it, a movie let, here, like so. like show some kind of like <laughs> screen where you have like I don't know, like Matrix kind of shit rolling on it. So he's like, oh, I understand what's going on. And then there's like another interface. Like if you have one person be like, what's he looking at? And they click two buttons and then they have a second screen that the audience can then see. That just makes the whole thing so much more cool. Like, no, he's now a robot. Did you guys he doesn't watch have to movies interact. before 1987? What <laughs> no. are we talking about, man? No, the internet didn't even exist yet. Like, no, they were just like pulling this shit up like, oh, this is what it would look like. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, that stuff didn't think, exist yet. I think it just shows you how advanced they are. They don't need all that shit. Like, you can just go in and do it. Just we'll just walk in and use your spike finger. Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> just jack into the Matrix. So this is not the mid-90s. This is set far, far into the future. Got it. Got it. Yeah. See, the, those spike things, that's like, uh, that's going to be USB 4. <laughs> <laughs> they are getting thinner. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I like how it's kind of a, a middle finger, you know. It's like fuck you, and yep, then you yep. know, and then boom, and then it comes back later for the for the ultimate death, which I is mean, really cool. You can't have a giant spike protruding out of a robot's arm and not kill someone with it. Come on, that's totally true. And then I like how the end when he actually uses it to kind of like you know show the black show the you know the tape. It's all bloody. Um, that's pretty excellent. Oh, that um, is a great moment when he kills um, the dude from that '70s show. 
Um, Redwood Smith. Red. Yeah, Mr. Smith. He's fantastic in this. Uh, he, dude, he's so fucking red. Yet again, everybody's a sadistic asshole in this, especially him. But anyways, when he kills him, like in the uh, which I haven't seen the original cut, is it as bloody? Did anything change there, Brian? It's just missing the the close up shot of it going into his neck. Okay, that's all it's missing. That's why that shot looks like uh, like ass <laughs> in the uh, in, in the cut. It's it's been like recovered footage, so they, they they found that somewhere in some old work print. Oh, really? Yeah, that's cool. Because it wasn't in the theatrical print, so they had to go back to whatever work print they found. It didn't stand out to me. It was pretty baller. I was like, holy shit, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 Ray Ray Wise is so awesome in this fucking movie. Oh, dude, he really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just looks like a fucking just like a henchman, like just kind of a, just a crazy. But he's all like got his little swagger and his hair going, and he's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll take it from here, yep. amigo. Yeah, he's fucking excellent. Man, I, I love it when the uh, fucking melting dude who gets like uh, dumped in the toxic waste and he, he comes dude. up. His reaction there, where he's just like, get the fuck away from me, man. Get the fuck away from me, man. I would be running from that guy, too. <laughs> Dude, how fast does toxic waste work? Like, that is some really toxic shit at that damn steel mill. Well, this was Detroit, so. <laughs> what a cool location, too, man. What a cool steel mill. It's massive. Yeah, that was uh, that was actually Pennsylvania. The steel mill was shot at. Really? Yeah. The rest of the movie they was shot, shot in, in Texas. Dallas. Yeah. 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 The, uh... The, uh, the OCP headquarter buildings, that's the, the Dallas City Hall. You can still go to that. Uh, well, I, I went there in 2007, and you can still see the bottom floor and how they, like, added the matte painting to make it giant. Was, was any of this sets, like, when they're, like, blowing up all the, the storefronts with, and the, the rocket launcher, with that, with that crazy gun shooting cars? Dude, there were so many explosions in this that I was just like, there's, there's someone standing in that fucking explosion. <laughs> and so many of these shots, like it's crazy. There's no way the guy in the gas station didn't die. Like <laughs> the guy who works there, who's like just trying to go to college, man. He's already got a receding hairline. He's doing the best he can, you know. <laughs> no, they show him getting out before it explodes. He, no, he runs into the building. He runs back the the other way, and, and it's just like, and it just cuts wide, and it's this massive, like block size explosion. Yeah, like even RoboCop, he leans forward a little bit when it blows up. Yep, yep. <laughs> I didn't think they were expecting like, it to be that explosion to be that big. I don't know that that was somebody in a fucking RoboCop suit, like maybe with a little bit of extra padding to prevent some of the heat. But someone was walking out of that fucking explosion, and they filmed it. And that you can't do that these days. <laughs> That's probably for the better. <laughs> Looks way cooler yeah, on yeah. camera, though. <laughs> cool guys walk away from explosions. All, all the reflections off his awesome suit. I noticed this time that he's got there's like a purple like hue. To the RoboCop suit. Yeah, it's got like a little purple and a little green, a little blue to it every now and again. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, you get just in the lighting reflectives or like... Yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't think it was like they're hitting, hitting it with a purple light. I think it's just like whatever the, the paint or whatever the... Well, the the green I know is from the, uh, the fluorescent lighting they were using. They were using a lot of uh, fluorescent overheads and baking the, uh, the lighting into the set. I definitely did notice that when the guy was the mayor was holding people hostage or the the, the previous mayor who was like asking for a recount. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Topical. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the entire building, you know, from the, when you look into it from the street, it was all green fluorescence on the inside. They didn't change those. They just left them. Yeah. And the elevator, they don't even hide the fluorescence there. They just like, ah, fuck it. It's an elevator in the future. 
Oh no no the one when they when those two guys after the after the board meeting they get in that glass elevator yeah you can just see their fucking light they're using to like light them just in the damn reflection behind them and then <laughs> and, and then and then in for some reason so they're talking right and they're facing in towards the door and they're going up and they're and whatever and there's like oh poor about whatever guy and guy you know they're talking about their shit and then it cuts to this really cool like outside the elevator shot looking down like you can see the the scope of it and just yeah. magic magically now they've turned around and they're facing out of the window. And they finish their last couple lines, and then it kind of goes off. Fuck it, right? I mean, you don't ever like turn around in the middle of conversations. Come on, Jay. yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's just a flash. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So it, like, it, well, it's been looking this direction. Who, who cares about fucking continuity, man? Who's looking at continuity? It's RoboCop. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever, man. Martin Scorsese movies have the like the worst continuity of all time, and that's fucking Martin Scorsese. I'm not gonna. I'm not complaining. I'm just yeah. pointing it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think it's weird how they they do just like they'll leave the lights in the frame they're just like hey you know like whatever we'll just oh i mean fluorescent lights are real i mean i don't mind that it's different like if you have a fucking fresnel <laughs> just like a, it's got barn doors and shit it's just like it's know, in the they're, shot. Just, they're just they'll put them up on the wall they'll put them in you know they just put them in weird spots and just like yeah whatever it's future lighting bro hey, yeah that's what we did in music videos nowadays we have we have little tube lights in all of our shots <laughs> yep practicals for the win wait that is is that a practical then i don't know well, I didn't Too say light. it is practical. I said it is a practical. No, no, to- totally. If you've got a light, it's shot, an impractical. It's practical. practical. Yeah. It's not impractical. It just makes sense. <laughs> We're in the future. There's lights on the walls. Just let me have this, Jerry. It, it, <laughs> it, it looks like you're standing fluorescent, and there's no wires, no housings. Kristen's being very quiet. <laughs> I have no comment on the lighting. I'm, I, I just She's didn't like, Fuck notice. This movie. I, <laughs> um, this is my first time watching it, actually. So I did not grow up with it at all. Uh, it was very interesting. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I mean, it has value, but um, yeah, it was. It was very interesting. It was not what I was expecting. I was really surprised. I don't know. I think I, I can see how it would be a kids movie going back to that. Not, I mean, yeah, it's super bloody and violent and you should not let your children watch this. But <laughs> if you were to let your children watch this, totally it let seems my like kids a, watch this. Yeah. So you did? Fuck yeah, yeah, I did. That's what I was going to well. say. Like, I, I don't, I feel like most people would let their kids watch this. Um, and it seems like a really great, like propaganda movie. And it's like, it's okay. Everything that he's doing is okay because he's doing it for good and even when he like is stopped by the evil people and he can't arrest the evil people uh he he still finds a way around that and uh yeah it just it seems like a really good propaganda movie honestly i feel like i feel like teenage boys would eat this up all the ones who want to go into the junior rotc whatever the fuck that's called and like (laughs) become a cop and save the world and it's like no don't no that's not how it works but yeah no 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 i i can see how this would be super popular i think it's interesting that he has those like that those like tenants his directives that he works on his asimov uh, you know. principles yeah he's like um yeah one of them is uphold the law and it's the reason why he doesn't kill the guy at the end you know he's about to fucking like totally rage out and and, and kill him but then he has this moment where he's like you know uphold the law but what about the other 30 people he shot right before that well if you actually go back and dead. watch the warehouse scene he mostly shoots people in the in the arm and in the shoulder he shoots yeah. Uh, really? yeah he shoots he shoots a couple people in the gut 
Um, and I don't know if he's missing, but and the, the one guy where he blind fires, he like he gets shot in the heart. But <laughs> but <laughs> you know, and I guess he kills the the uh, the Asian gang member that just dies in that warehouse scene. You bear, you blink and you miss it, but yeah. I mean, most most of the time he's 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 actually taking people in, yeah, or just giving them a flesh wound. That's his, yeah, that's his whole thing. Is you know he's bringing he's going to bring you in, and he's scary enough that no one really tries to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not fast though. Like you could totally outrun him if you really tried. Just wait for him to reload, hide for a minute, and then just. I don't think he reloads, Griggs. I think, you think the bullets, that, that gun is just connected no, no, no. to like him in, somehow. In, in the, his lower back, he actually has like twelve gross of, of like ammunition, and it's filtered through his body and then up through his arm, and it loads in the side of the grip of the gun. Was this so in the cartoon? Because kind of, I totally kind of missed that behind the feed scenes of bullets. So as they feed him baby food every night, they actually reload his <laughs> ass cartridges. Um, <laughs> Got it. Okay. Now everything is making sense. So it, it, that. that's where the, the, the term yeah. getting the lead out comes from. Uh, Stop <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no, they had a hard time with those fucking goddamn robot gloves, Jared. What do you mean? Yeah. How many times did they have to throw those keys at him before he finally caught him? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was all day. It was, it was over 50 takes. Literally uh, all day. Take 27, series. Click. <laughs> Marker. So like, Do I still have to mark this? Can, you, can we just tail slate when he finally catches it? Come on. We're on our seventh can. <laughs> You've got to fucking get it, Peter. He's like, you didn't give me a chance to fucking practice. I'm going to get it when I fucking get it. And he's like, whatever you need, Peter. Whatever you Stick need. Stick your glove out in the air. I'll take care of the rest. Okay, so maybe you guys can explain this to me because this is the part that I was confused about. And I don't know if it's because I haven't watched it a million times. Um, but like, okay, I get that he's a person who like basically dies and he, they turn him into the robot. I get, I get that. So like, but then he recovers his human memories, but he's still not human. He's still the robot. But then he's like, man, I have all these human memories and I have like PTSD from what happened to me. And I just remembered I have like a wife and child. I'm going to go kill some people. Can you guys explain <laughs> that to me? Wait, as like an emotional processing sort of However you want or... to. However no, no, you want no. to. In, in his little directives that come across the bottom of the screen, you know, it was like, you know, uphold the law. One of them said revenge. <laughs> So he has to, he, he's doing his revenge. He has to complete that mission. Wait, what? It said, yeah, what was that? Yeah, it said revenge slash death wish. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, 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 yeah, that was one of his directives, man. He was this has after to get... number four that was classified? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't have a number on it. It just came up and said revenge. It was, it was in the, it was uh, okay, in the I didn't read that as like a, as, as like a directive. I read that as like a, like a, a thought processing and they used a visual to make it be like, this is now what he wants to do. I didn't see that at all as like this is a programming directive. I don't think it's a programming thing based on no, all of no. his other programming. No, it's definitely not. Jared was just making a joke. I hope. So <laughs> I, forgive me for taking it a little bit literally. So yes, I would. I would. That's. I don't. I don't understand this. Explain this to me. Wait, what? Wh- which we part just not you- care. No, like I'm genuinely. The, the family thing is weird to me because it's so weird that they just up and fucking leave. Dad, like you know, did they not tell the family that look, we're gonna put your husband's body through this RoboCop program? No, they didn't. No, tell him. no, they didn't. No. They didn't tell anybody. Didn't. Like his partner yeah, didn't even know. Where's my husband's body? Okay, she is 
hold on she was his partner for like a day and why so why is she like the main character and she's like oh my god like you're back hello like it's me and it's like i wouldn't have remembered you like even if you know yeah. i didn't die and come back to life as a robot like she was there for like a second and and why didn't he try and get revenge against her because she totally screwed him over and she's the reason he died Hold up, though. I think, okay, I think you're coming at it from the wrong angle. His memory's erased. So in the movie, right, we're coming at it from she had a traumatic event. She lost, she saw this guy get gunned down, his his hand blown off, a bullet put in his head, arm, and like, arm I don't know, how many shotgun. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, it's just, like, she she's the one who went through that, you know, and if, if she thinks that this guy is coming back from the dead after everything she everything that he went through i she would want to go no, talk I, to him right no, i like, get that, yeah, they play I get it like it. a love interest which yeah. is really weird they, the way but, they no they no. don't it is not played no, like a love really? interest so. at all he's literally shooting babies in front of her dude and they're like tinder moment scene <laughs> and even and even when she's like hey look uh like do you want me to comfort you he's like no leave me alone like, no, what are you talking about? There is no romance I know at all, plenty bro. of girls, though, that would be like, oh, my God, he's secretly in love with me, and I need to take care of him. Like, I can totally <laughs> see them playing that off as, like, a romance, though. I, I don't know, but, like, even her haircut, <laughs> like, like they made her hair really, really short, I think, for the sake of, of sort of trying to desexualize the character. Do you think so? Because it was the 80s that was popular. I know some of it was popular, but uh, but, like... So they had the whole shower scene where all of the the men and women cops are all together and some of them are naked. Like there's there were some very clear attempts to be like, look, they're all in the force. They're all cops. Like it doesn't Paul matter. Robin, bro. Yeah, that's his thing. Wait, is that what they were doing? Because there yeah. was that naked woman putting on her um, her vest, her bulletproof vest. And, oh, yeah. and for half a second, I was like, wait a minute. Is that how police wear them? Do no, do no police women wear <laughs> bras? Not. Like, what is going on you here? You a bra if you got a bulletproof Well, vest. that's what I was thinking. But then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not like, that's not, that's not how it's going to work. Because like, look, you just, that's not, no, it just wouldn't work. And then I was like, oh no, this is like a movie. Like, it took me a minute. It took me a minute. Bulletproof vest with the underwire. <laughs> so then I was like, why did they even have that scene at all? But Pulling I guess, I guess I can see, I guess I can see, but I know it irritated the shit out of me that she was putting on her, her vest while she was topless. I was just like, why? But didn't he try to do a similar, didn't he try to do a similar thing in, um, um, Fuck, the name of the movie just left me. Thank Starship you. Troopers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that he was the first time it, I'd yeah. ever seen breasts on the big screen. But yep. Starship Troopers? Wow. It was there a formative moment. So clearly he's... he's <laughs> let's, let's all have a moment of silence for uh, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you, Paul Ver- Verhoeven, for making a very uncomfortable <laughs> moment for me and my friends and my friend's dad. <laughs> Jared, are you looking at boobies? I, I looked at my friends like my mom would never take me to see this. <laughs> She's not here. <laughs> Quick, I gotta look around. What were we talking about? We I gotta, we're we're talking about the the <laughs> fact that that his partner is definitely not into him in the biblical sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, okay, that should be obvious. Okay, fine, but I am going to take issue with the fact that short hair means that you're, like, asexual. <laughs> that was That's not cool. Don't say that. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I think the director <laughs> thought that, and, and it was a specific purposeful choice that was made. I don't think it's a correct choice. I don't think it's an accurate <laughs> depiction 
I think that is what was attempted to be communicated hmm. through. I think it was just trying that. to be more of like a fascist, like police state. You know, like they all have like yeah, shorter hair. Uniform. It's more of a militaristic yeah. look. Yeah, like even they're like they're all wearing body armor. Like cops don't. Like I mean, even cops in fucking Detroit don't like dress up in heavy ass riot gear like that just to go, you know, pull, uh, patrol I mean, the streets. They, they can, sometimes. and they do make to go like, get lunch. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, you know, to go get a ride gear on. Yeah, they're like you got your right. you got your vest on. We're getting coffee. He's we like get spinning out his out gun around. Like yeah, I'm a yeah. Look at my look at my spinning gun. I'm in the big city now. <laughs> <laughs> my kid likes when I do this. <laughs> I mean, you know, that sucks, man. And his family, you know, he's like a small town cop or whatever, like a suburb cop. And his, and his wife's like, okay, so you're, you're going to move to the big city where it's dangerous. And he goes one day and gets just fucking massacred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't you pack the fuck up and like, leave after that shit, too? Come shit. on. Well, didn't his partner imply, though, that she, like, remarried? Yeah. She said she moved on. Oh, yeah. How much time had passed? Moved on is, yeah, she it did It didn't seem that. like that much time had passed, but maybe that's what they were trying to do with the home, with the dead plants and the everything was to show that they No, they did passed. have some implication of time passing because, like, all those point of view shots in the, the lab yeah, yeah, yeah. where they're, like, they're celebrating New Year's and then it fades out again and it's, like, l- way past that. I did like that. that. That was at least, like, six months worth of oh, him okay, yeah, being in the there thing. and, yeah. And they go from like eight months to their deadline to two months near the end of the movie. So at least six months has passed. Did you guys notice that when they were working on him, none of the doctors or like like when they bring him in and uh, after he's been shot in the fucking head and, <laughs> and they, they like try, they're trying to revive him and shit. None of the doctors are wearing masks or gloves. It was the 80s. They, just, they didn't give a fuck, man. Yeah. They're just like breathing all, hot breath on his they're face. They're high like, on cocaine. Yeah. Like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> I'm going to run a central line. <laughs> Can we draw some blood? You saw what happened to that guy? Like, why are they even wasting time? I know, man. I mean. He's got a fucking like, arm off. He's oh got a giant God. hole in his head. I thought it was. No, well, they, I loved it. No, what they were doing was they were waiting for him to be, like, legally dead so they could turn him into a robot. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that shot. The fucking super wide l- yeah. lens is. Without, oh, and that overlay that they lay over is really cool, especially when they're like drilling and you have that like green grid that comes up and like they're like, you know, oh, yeah, they're like man. bring in the LED and they put oh, this ring cool light too. over him and then they go like, <laughs> they're drilling it in and it's coming in. Gets super closer cool. every time. Heck but yeah. I just remembered like before that, Brian, um, when they shoot him in the head, uh, is that like a full body prosthetic when they do that? Like they come around, it kind of looks... He looks like he's fake there for a second, but it, it plays. He just looks slightly different. Oh, he's got a book. Yeah, there it is. Go. Yeah, it's a torso. Holy shit. So, but it's that's cut out of the uh, the unrated cut, so you can't you don't you don't get to see that shot. But yeah, it's all done in one giant. Yeah, it's dolly cool shot as shit. It dollies around, and you see the shot, and end up in the head explodes from behind, and you see Damn. the the the, uh, the brains blow out, and then it cuts around to that front side when like of, of his face as he falls over. He's got that really great head wound. Dude, I, yeah, all the effect stuff is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it really holds up. It does hold up. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, effect stuff in this that's, that's like, eh. Yeah, it's pretty legit. Damn straight. We ready to go on break? Certainly. Let's watch this freaking trailer. All right, we're going to watch the trailer for RoboCop. We'll be back. We get the best of both worlds. The fastest reflexes modern technology has to offer onboard computer-assisted memory and a lifetime of on-the-street law enforcement programming. It is my great pleasure to present to you RoboCop. This guy is really good. 
is not a guy, he's a machine. Old Detroit has a cancer. Cancer is crime. Let the woman go, you are under arrest. You, you better back up, pal! Your move, creep. What are your prime directives? You have the right to remain silent. You have the right to an attorney. What is this shit? Anything you say may be used against you. He's a cyborg, you idiot. You recorded every word you said. You're dead. We killed you. His memory's admissible as evidence. You're gonna have to kill it. For God's sake! Robocop, the future of law enforcement. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Paul Verhoeven's Robocop with Terminator music. <laughs> so much Terminator music. It, it's hard to focus on that when all you're thinking about is Terminator. Like, and like Terminator is <laughs> such a. It's such a thing, you know, and, and like it, it, that, that music is such Terminator. That's all you can think about. That's really weird marketing that they do I mean, shit like that. I don't feel like it's wrong marketing, honestly. They're, they're trying to invoke the emotions of Terminator. <laughs> yeah, I think it's smart. You're like, remember how much you loved that movie? Like, yeah. this is the same thing. Come out Great. and watch yeah. it. Okay, cool. So every movie I do for now is going to have the fucking Superman theme behind it. It's going to have that Harry Potter theme behind it. I'm so in for it. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> but I want Harry Potter music while you see a guy flying through the sky, and I want Superman music while someone is walking through a hall. Otherwise, it doesn't work. <laughs> It is a shame because uh, the the RoboCop films, they, well, I mean, this movie's got great music. Yeah, it's like, why, why, well, I guess they didn't have it recorded. That's probably why I was going to say, like, was it written by the time they were doing the trailer? Probably not. To... No, the movie was so behind because uh, they couldn't even get the damn walk right. <laughs> <laughs> you think they got score done? Just do the robot, <laughs> man, and it'll be fine. That was I'd a good like trailer, man. It, it seemed like it, it did its job. They actually made some money on this. Um, yeah, this is a big hit for Ryan. Thirteen million dollar budget, and they made fifty three, uh, almost okay. fifty three and a half worldwide. Okay. Or no, In that's domestic. 80s. We don't. I, for whatever reason, we don't have worldwide numbers for RoboCop. Go figure that. Really? Shit. Yeah. I don't know why, but I did see like the VHS sales. Like uh, it's like twenty four million just in VHS sales. Wow. So you know the rental are more. Yeah. Well, that's what VHS is with. Man, I remember they were like 30 bucks, you know? VHS was $30? I do not remember yeah. that. But I was also not the six-year-old buying the VHS tapes of RoboCop. How much was a, yeah, how much was a VHS player? Oh, man. They were was, expensive. Yeah, they were like yeah, 200 bucks. They were. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I've got a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, not I mean, now. <laughs> I might be able to get like a dollar. Um, man, it's expensive, expensive to watch a movie back in the day. I guess that's why, uh, you know, Blockbuster took off. Well, I yes. mean, regular price 4K movies are about $30, you know? Yeah, but you're the only person who buys those. No, what, 4K or regular price? <laughs> Both. <laughs> I buy 4K movies. I just buy them on Black Friday. 
Man, I need 10 at the day it comes out, son. Oh, <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I need to inject that Nolan into my veins, bro. Give me that cinema. Oh, and Brian, and Brian up, does the, uh, you know, one to open, one to save. You know, he's going to have two. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like when you buy a comic book, you got one to store and one to read. I do not do that. <laughs> he only has three copies of each movie, okay? And that's why he can give them to us. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do not have... M- Less than five of Brian's movies sitting on my shelf back there. Don't look, Brian. Don't look. Uh, damn, bro. I've got so many. <laughs> well, I mean, they, you know, they put out cool shit to make you double dip, man. And, like, you know, I have to oh, buy dude, another I... title again. It's like, ah, oh, you know, it's got a new feature. It's got a new transfer. A new transfer is legit. New feature that I'm just like, someone will put it on YouTube. I'll buy the new transfer. I don't know, so. man. I've seen so much cool stuff on, on, on DVDs. That is I think, true. I, I think that's, you know, but I, I did notice if you buy some digital stuff, they do give you features. Which is oh, now? Cool. Like, are you talking about streaming? Streaming, yeah. yeah. You'll actually, you'll come, it'll come up and it'll actually be, have kind of a DVD menu type thing. Yeah, Apple's been really good about that for a, a long while, and some of the other companies are finally jumping on board. It's just scary, like, what happens if their server goes down? I lose all my money. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's why I struggle to buy things digitally. I, I want a physical copy because... Man, they can pull it from their digital library, and then you don't own it anymore. Because that's the disclaimer: is you don't actually own this. You're you're just licensing it in perpetuity until they decide to remove it from the library. Well, I mean, technically, that's what you're doing with the banks. Once you put your money in a bank, it's the bank's money. It's not your money anymore. So, like, you have to let it go. Making a withdrawal tomorrow. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Putting all my money into 4K Blu-rays. Into uh, 4K Blu-rays and Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> my $2,000 is now worth... Mm, oh, seven. Fluctuating worth right there. Oh, man. It's worth seven, the Blu-ray. That's it's highly volatile. Just give it another day and it'll go back up. Don't worry. <laughs> No, it's just like, you know, every day is a fucking character building moment. <laughs> every day is a roller coaster ride, man. You're like, That's what I'm Whoa! saying is like, am I having a heart attack or am I like dancing in the streets? <laughs> Maybe you're doing both, man. Who knows? Just to fucking make some money back. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a sign of this. Help me. I invested in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the future. Be able to pay for our RoboCops. How much do you think RoboCop cost? Like... <laughs> This corporation one million dollars. <laughs> Wish they'd that, give a total. The suit cost. That's what it cost to make that suit. Yep, legit. Whoa, they spent one thir- thirteenth of their budget to make the suit. That is accurate. Well, they had seven suits. Whoa, did they? I guess that yeah. makes sense because you know he gets destroyed. Yeah, yeah, he gets blowed up and stuff, and they have parts of suits and. And I, I did. I was reading that um, for the the fire explosion scene where they walk away. They did make a fireproof suit for that. But I also was reading separately from the fireproof suit that his stuntman was totally injured. <laughs> really, I bet that sucks. <laughs> I mean, you can but see it's go really forward. good. You know. Yeah, great. he's like, oh, that's a giant. So worth it, right? Like, it's worth. <laughs> it's a good injury, right? Well, I mean, he, he got the shot, so you know. But it's all that matters. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we need a stunts category in the Oscars. Yeah, no shit, for real. um, I guess we haven't talked about it. My favorite uh, thing in this movie visually, uh, the thing that freaked me out when I was a kid, is when Robocop finally takes his helmet off. And that, that, that fucking makeup job. 
where his face looks like it's stretched. And that, yeah. yeah. Dude, that that goddamn screw in his fucking forehead fucking gave me nightmares as a child. <laughs> Wait, the one that he pulls out of his side and then pulls no, out no, no, the no. other side, or one the one in the bullet in his forehead? Yeah, yeah. He's it's like where, when he's got his helmet completely off, like up in the very top of his forehead, like where his skin has been stretched back, and it's like almost yeah. like meeting this machinery. There's like some kind of screw or like a rivet right where the bullet hole is. Yeah, and it and it's just like sticking out. It's really yeah, I. I really don't understand why they did that. Yeah, it's it's disturbing because he's not human. And so the fact that they spend this whole movie trying to make him human is a little strange to me. I don't think they spend this movie making him human. I mean, no, at I the think end. So. I think so. No they, no, they humanize him. Yeah, yeah. He gets his memories back. He no. like, makes he friends. He clearly says in the movie, I can't remember them. I can feel them. Well, okay, yeah, okay. So he has yeah, emotions because the now. Body carries Those the are the emotions, movie. and then yeah, at the end of the movie, he's like, "Yeah, my name is Murphy." He's That's like, a, right. "He's a person." Yeah, no, he has evolved into what he now is. He's he's completely left his, like, I at the end of the movie, I I, I understand like he's, uh, he's no longer a human. And, like when he refers to Murphy, it's always in third person. He never talks about. And until like, the end. But until the end, though, Brian, that's why at the end of the movie when they're like, he's like, hey, what's your name? And he's like, Murphy. And then it comes up with that score. The score. The boys are back I don't, in I don't, town. I don't, think he's, <laughs> I don't think he's a human then still, though. Brian, I got to call bullshit, man. Yeah, man. He this, got it back. The entire point of this movie well, is the dehumanification of the police force. And and the the unconscious attempt to find one's humanity in spite of what faceless, uh, humanless, inhumane corporations have tried to do to those people that they are forcing into servitude. I That's the with, entire point of this movie. I agree with all of that, and I'm actually not going according to, to the writer or director. Their opinion is irrelevant. And I'll also say <laughs> uh, I'm going to overlay this with 2021 values. Um, the, uh, this speaks a lot about AI and the, the ethics behind that and, and the general consensus among companies, among corp- you know, corporations and the governments um, who have like kind of created a, 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 I don't know, like a rule book for AI and how to treat them. The general consensus, at least at this point, is that if an AI says, I have feelings and this is what I'm doing, you have to kind of respect them and respect their personhood. And so that's kind of, I mean, they don't, I don't think this was an issue in the eighties. I don't know. I could be wrong, but when, as we start to develop more AI, uh, like, like this Robocop person, but he's not uh, an AI though. He's a no, cyborg. he's not. Yeah. No, I said, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm applying 2021 lenses to this. Um, he's kind of an AI. He's a he's a learning robot. He's learning how to be human, and that's that's the whole thing. I don't think he's learning to be human. I mean, outside of that last line, guys, where he's talking about Murphy and he's accepting his new identity and his new what he is. Like, I don't I don't ever once get the idea that he's human. No, but okay. There's there's an extreme effort made in the film, even by the logic of the film, that that the the robot that's only a computer doesn't understand things well enough and kills a fucking executive. And then the robot that is built on the human condition has some level of empathy, has some level of understanding. Like, they they go through extreme lengths to make it, like, you have to have some humanity in order to be able to make decisions about humans. 
Yeah, I just don't think he is. <laughs> I don't think he's reverted back to where he was, though. With what you guys no, are no, saying, like no, no, I don't no, think no, you're saying no, that no, at no. all. So, no, 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 yeah. no, no. So not like, reverted. yeah, like I, he's a new thing. He is evolved. Yeah, he is growing. like whatever. Yeah. yeah, he is no but, longer a man. He's no longer a machine. He is whatever. I, I, would, I would, I would classify him as like a learning AI. That I mean, that's kind of what he is. I don't know, but that that, go, that kind of goes against like the whole like spirituality of the whole fucking film, though. Like, I, 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 don't I, know. I disagree. I disagree because there's been a lot of research that is that has gone on in the last you know decade or two about the fact that that the human body stores a lot of memory and that trauma. I'm not talking is about now research. In... I'm talking about when this movie came out, man. Yeah, no, I understand that, but like <laughs> that doesn't mean that that writing can't be prescient. And and a dystopian future can't necessarily tell the future. Like I, when he says, "I don't remember them, but I feel them." Like they may not have understood it back then. Why that was not only important but also like real and legitimate. But we can look at it now and say they they didn't understand it then, but they were actually correct. Yeah, I agree with that. I, as I was watching this, I thought it was fascinating how this was made in the 80s and yet everything i know that obviously they weren't writing it for today how i unless they have some sort of technology that we don't have access to but um <laughs> well, i don't i don't know and this like, is what I they this is what they used it for we're gonna go back and make <laughs> <laughs> some people are weird all right like I, and i'm not gonna try and tell them what they can or can't do with their dreams okay Poor anyway choice. right um but no, I the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is like amazingly like topical to the current year. Like, I feel like this could have been made this year with the exception, you know, of the the weird walking. Other than that, this totally could have been made this year. I thought I thought all of that was really great. I even 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 the um, I thought a lot of the costumes were the main characters were super boring, but like all of the little like background characters had like the most amazing over the top 80s costumes which actually <laughs> worked i feel like i feel like if you were to make this movie like today like that's what i would put them in like i thought i thought mm. it was amazing i thought it was really i thought it was really well done and like, yeah i think it could be made like this movie could be made today without changing like hardly anything like i would like you could just like put it out and i would buy that it was made this year Yes, yeah, I, I super love like uh, Clarence Bodiger's like his little glasses and his coats, and he's 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 got oh, like man, a scarf yeah. sometimes, and it's just like, what drug dealer and kingpin wears glasses <laughs> and a scarf? He's just I a don't badass, hate it. dude. Right? Dude, it's it, great. I fucking they just, love it. They all need to look intellectual. <laughs> it it yeah, works it really well for them. Yeah. Yep. When they go to that like dance club, where Ray Wise is at, <laughs> and then they end up like. They knock the gun out of Ray Wise's hand, and some guy catches it, and then just starts dancing while he's holding the gun. Like everybody's just so fucking happy, just yep. lackadaisical and smiling, just like the guys in the boardroom. Everybody's just like, "Yeah, it's the fucking '80s, bro, cocaine." <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> but like all their fucking clothes and shit. And then like, dude, that cocaine party that 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 jackass fucking guy, like <laughs> that, 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 that like. You're not paying enough attention to me. Let me I'm put coke, coke on my, on my tits. chest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come up till you're numb. <laughs> I mean, as you do, that's what, how most parties go for me. I don't know about you guys, but um, bitches no, I, leave. <laughs> okay, that was an, that, 
okay. I I was just watching a TV show and they had that. The bitches leave, and I was uh, I was like, wait a minute, what is this? No, but um, Good Girls totally ripped that off. Whatever the fuck episode it was. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they had that in there. <laughs> Robocop homages everywhere. Still works. I guess I'll see you. Or, or like she's like, call me or something. Like, yo, I'm about to die. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that ain't happening. No, I did love that he put a fucking DVD into the like the TVs like a decade before those kinds of discs was even a thing for showing movies and footage. He even and, had and Brian's addiction. He even had the little it, it wasn't like an iPhone, but he had like the little it was like a little handheld thing and he turned it on for half a second. Oh, the tracker. He turned it back oh, the off. Tracker. Yeah, the tracker. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I was like, that looks again, looks like something that we would have, except it would be a phone. But, you know. It's interesting how that tracker device, it looked like it just had like a single red light in the middle and then the screen would move around that, kind of like an old video game, how your, your oh, character's stuck in one yeah. spot and then the thing, yeah. like the world moves around it. But dude, I, I hate the the one where it's the full prop and it's just like a blinking light. <laughs> yeah. I hate that, dude. <laughs> that and uh, the the only other effect that's really shitty is when like Ronnie Cox's character gets thrown out the window at the end. And there's the scene where he's like, there's a shot where he's like falling and his oh, arms... He's like, his arms are like yeah, way too long. Yeah, yeah. What, what is that? Like, why? Why is that? Like, uh, well, I, I noticed that he, he, his proportions didn't look right. I have no idea. They're trying to do that diehard shot. Yeah, it, uh, the guy that did all the matte paintings uh, did that shot. That wasn't Phil Tippett for whatever reason. Really, that was a painting. Well, no, no, no. The guy that did the matte paintings for the film, uh, I forget, I forget what his name was. The, the matte oh, painting artist. He did the stop motion for that sequence. Okay. It wasn't Phil Tippett. But you're right, that one did stand out. It didn't hold up as much. Yeah. Shit, shit the fucking Hitchcock one looked better. Um, <laughs> it did. <in> your window. <laughs> it does. It does look better. Because Jimmy Stewart's like, you know, arms hey, will be touching the ground. <laughs> Guess I'm going to fall out this window. <laughs> uh, the, at the beginning, when they, uh, when they unwrap RoboCop and... <laughs> There's a guy who leans in. You know what I'm talking about? Where they're like, and ladies and gentlemen, they take the they take the plastic off of him, and, and like you know we're yeah, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, RoboCop. And this guy leans into the frame on frame left, and he goes, "Go Robo." Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I love that yes. so much, man. I just think about that all the time. Go Robo. Go. Ro- <laughs> okay, so like in my brain, the scene at the end when when um, he's confronting the guy and the uh, the executives like, "Hey, you're fired," and RoboCop's like, "Thank you," and he shoots him. Oh, that was great. In my head, like for the last decade, the guy says, "Robo, you're fired," and then he shoots no. him. But that's what it says in my head, and and like like the the three times I've watched it since then, I'm like, he doesn't say Robo. What are you talking about? Like, where did this come from? And I swear, like I I. I took this guy saying, go Robo, and the dude <laughs> getting fired at the end and somehow conflated them in my brain. And it's very strange that it still, it still lives there. I'm just Dick, you're there. fired. Yeah. I do like how they keep. Uh, maybe I saw it on TV and they were like, you can't say dick. Like, that's the guy's name, but you I can't. <laughs> I did really enjoy all the dick jokes. Right. Like, I thought those were funny. <laughs> there were oh, a lot of good dick jokes. Mind if I zip this up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that is a very Paul Verhoeven movie a moment right there. Yeah, Nancy is. Allen yeah, gets knocked out because she's got to look at the uh, the guy's wing. <laughs> Bro, you would look too. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just saying. 
<laughs> if I was a trained police officer in that moment, no, I would not look. I don't know, man. Somebody whips their dick out. You're at least going to glance down for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to whip it I out mean, like a dick gun like, in, mean, like from dusk till dawn. You, you, you got to check it. You get them in handcuffs first, and then, then, you, then you look at it. Oh, then, no, then just, it's like, excuse me, I gotta, let me well, tuck no, this back in for you. because then you have you. to handle it. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Let's no, think you, about this. No, yeah. they just right, put it away at that point. Come on. Make yeah. them walk back to the police car with their, their dick with, with their junk out? <laughs> it's, the, it's the walk of shame. Moral of the story is don't pee in public. Uh, so, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to, since we're talking about dicks, I was going to bring up the... Uh, <laughs> bring up the... Uh, <laughs> since we're talking about dicks... Bring up the rape uh, scene where you know the guy's like trying to cut on these girls. He's like, you know, you know where else she has some hair down there. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, that's what you could come up with for like a crazy scene. Like, what if these guys? Okay, we got these guys. They're gonna be like harassing this girl, and one of them's gonna try to like cut her pubic hair with a knife, and then RoboCop is gonna show up <laughs> and shoot this guy in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> It is amazing. It's a great scene. And I have to say, um, no, no, no. If some guy was trying to rape me and he stopped to cut my hair off and then tried to cut my pubic hair off, like, no, he gets, she should get shot in the dick. Like, I don't have a problem with that. But I will say, well, the first, when I first saw the scene where he gets shot, I was like, that's really cool. But then my second thought was, how did he know how big her fucking thighs were? Because I feel like maybe this is looking at it from like a modern lens again. But like, <laughs> I feel like her thighs would not be that skinny and he would totally get some of her like flabby thigh fat in the in the shot because he shot pretty high up. And so <laughs> see her like, thigh gap with his like x-ray vision. Yeah, I was no, going to say in no, Robocop's defense. I don't defense. think she has a thigh gap. That's what I'm saying. That's not super popular despite what Instagram would have you believe. And she doesn't <laughs> look that skinny. And I feel like only like anorexic people have thigh gaps, like, you know, legit ones where you could like shoot someone's dick through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a significant thigh gap. And so now and so that was where that was where I went with this. I was like a little concerned about all of this. But, you know, it was but, super cool. I loved it. But he, <laughs> yeah. has, he has uh, heat vision, X-ray vision with heat stuff. Like, you know, he, heat- he did that with the the guy that was like. Oh, let's do a recount of my vote. And yeah, he could see through the walls. Yeah. He could see through the walls and, and see that. So, yeah, so, like, they, that did, guy, they didn't show that, but he could definitely, like, detect, like, this is this is where the physical well, part of her body the, is. The guy was, the, no, the guy was getting an erection, and he had more blood in, 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 his, in his penis, and so it was hotter, hot and so he could, like, shoot the hot part. <laughs> you know, RoboCop always gets the headshot. <laughs> Damn it, Jared. <laughs> Sounds like you're mixing up uh, Predator and... Uh... In RoboCop here. No, I'm just thinking about that that, hey, <laughs> that, hey, that little short shoot your film, shot, man. Shoot which your which shot. was uh, which everyone we have to we have to call it out the the uh, the re shot shot for shot remake shot of this shot, scene, man. Uh, shot for headshot for shot. Like like watching it, it's like wait, how do they get such a clean copy? Of what, this? what is it? What? what is it called? It's like a it's like a scene. So it, it's pretty amazing at the beginning of this short film that's on YouTube that I'm looking up right now. Uh, it actually, it's it's like you've opened up the DVD menu, and they click through the DVD menu, and they go to this yeah. one specific scene. Oh, here it is. Our RoboCop remake scene 27. Yeah, scene 27. Okay, but RoboCop I particularly... RoboCop remake in Pioneer State. 
I particularly enjoyed the comment on YouTube that was like, this would be a really fun video game. <laughs> <laughs> Where you shoot the dicks. That's all headshots, man. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's all headshots. Yeah, which is really amazing. Like, basically, they just extend this scene and like... There's this guy that comes out after the dude gets shot in the dick, and he comes out and he's got his dick out. He's like, "Oh, hey, you know." And then RoboCop just goes on a fucking dick massacring, like <laughs> a, a dick massacre. Let's just say that, and he's just popping heads left and right. Um, <laughs> I wonder how much money was spent remaking this ridiculous scene. Like, how many like prosthetic dicks does it? Oh take? my god, that's amazing. <laughs> okay. So this is weird that I could actually answer you. Really. Um, no, so um, I belong. There's like this uh, uh, group on Facebook that I'm in about. It's a crafting group. Anyway, um, the ladies <laughs> I like this already. These <laughs> ladies are obsessed with dicks. Okay, and so actually, um, they post pictures of all the dick things that they make. And so actually, no, no, no. You can easily you can easily buy like a dick mold, and it's it's, it's super cheap. No, no, no. Actually, like you could make it like very cheap to like buy to like make all these dicks and then like sh- you know shoot them i think it could be done like very cheaply well you know at the end i know we're not talking about robocop but it's robocop related but the very ending <laughs> shot of that fucking of that short is a guy actually getting an erection is that how did they do that <laughs> and he gets the tip oh of his dick God. blown off like <laughs> and he's like <laughs> you know there's some cinema mysteries <laughs> they just need to remain unsolved, Jared. Well, the best part of it is they allude to the best part of that scene in the real movie is like all this shit happens and the girl's just standing there like bewildered and he goes, Madam, you have been under a state of duress. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to call like, a, like the rape hotline to contact you. And she's just standing there like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he just gets turns and leaves. Like... <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it's 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 really interesting because I feel like on the one hand that's like not a great response, but on the other hand, I know <laughs> other people who have gone through traumatic things and like n- uh, and their experience with the police, and actually maybe that's what should happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that, uh, I don't know if this is like a a, a ver what's his name Ver Verhoeven Verhoeven yeah Paul Verhoeven. I don't know if this is is. Uh, a trademark in his movie, but it was actually what uh, I was struck by the number of women in this, and it's not like 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 even like the fact that they were all cops. First of all, like this should have just been a movie with like only men in it, um, at least according to every movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <clears throat> um, but this like, but they have like women like all over the place, even just like standing there like. Like as background extras, and it's just like I don't know. It was very interesting to me because I've never. I, it's not normal. It's not normal. European filmmaker. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I would say. <laughs> this is his first American movie, you know. Like, so he's Europeans. You know, I think they're a little bit more liberal with their thoughts and a little bit more open, and you know, they, they're a little bit more free with their sexuality. I think Paul Verhoeven has definitely been accused of that. You know his entire career by Americans. Yeah. The only issue I had, like, I, like I said, was the topless woman putting on the vest. That's, that's, that's no, it's not. How if it she had a bra, you would have been fine with it. If she had a bra, we can talk about it. Okay. But she wasn't <laughs> wearing a bra. She was just putting on the vest and which implies that she's going braless with just the vest. And like, is she wearing a shirt? Like this, like, I just, I she have a lot commando. of questions. 
what is going on <laughs> literally maybe the movie should be about her because i need to know what she's doing like to keep her nipples from chafing against that vest look yeah. there are so many things that are up in maybe the air maybe it was laundry day you don't know <laughs> look It'd be funny if she was lying. It's like, damn, all my bras were dirty. <laughs> she doesn't even have a shirt, though. Like, what's going on? Where is she going that she just needs to put on a vest? Like, I have questions, and I feel like this well, movie is going to walk to the laundromat, and that's the only thing she has is her police People shoot standard issue. She's like, I can't walk outside and get okay, shot. If she is doing laundry topless with just the vest on because it's that dangerous again i think the movie needs to be about uh, her yeah I'm no that's legit that yeah there. that would definitely be more interesting when you go to a coin laundry you want to do all your clothes so you strip sure. down yeah that's right even the clothes you're wearing and you throw those in and you stand around naked wait that's exactly how i did it you know when i lived in new york you're right yeah. i'm sure you did yeah fuck man you gotta do all your clothes that's why the coin op laundries are just they're like a party on friday nights yeah Bring your own beverage. <laughs> so, why can't um, the uh, Ed two fifty six or whatever go downstairs? That's just like a, it's like it's like because he's from fight. Doctor Who. He's too yeah, I was about to say you got to fight a Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> Exterminate! Oh shit! Stairs. Okay, but Ooh, that's can we talk about? Right there. Why, like when he falls down the stairs, he sounds like a dying horse, and it's it was like painful. Oh, it's a pig! It's a hundred percent okay. squealing like a fucking Whatever. pig. I was like, yep. "What the yep. fuck is this noise?" <laughs> this well, it growls like a dinosaur when Love it comes it. at dude. <laughs> well, excuse me, Brian. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, like, they 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 knew they... that you have the. They did it on purpose. They had to make them scary. Yeah. Okay, but like I think it's interesting. I guess it's interesting if if. Like the programmers who program this little robot was like, you know what? When he gets upset, let's have him squeal like a pig. <laughs> the pig doesn't make sense, but the the cat roar, <laughs> the big jungle cat, like when you're trying to be intimidating, I, like I, I understand that one. Like that actually, like and especially like in an '80s like product, like in the in the Reagan era of America, like oh, that makes sure. total fucking yeah. sense and just. And I, I even like like when uh, Ronnie Cox is later. It's like you know we got spare parts. We had all this other shit. Who gives a fuck if it worked? You know, it's like you know, it's like Jared to answer your question. Like who who cares if we can go downstairs? We don't need to go. To, it, it needs to be on the street. And oh, I guess that's that's true. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, because uh, what does he say? Like it's for uh, urban pacification, which is uh, in that like a Vietnam term for uh, putting soldiers in. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, in populated areas and maybe murdering them. You know, yeah, because style. he was the the first robot was just designed to like, yeah, murder everybody. It's the second one, the robot. And I think that's actually really interesting. I didn't think that made a ton of sense um, how they go from this one. Like, I, I guess it kind of makes sense. But like they go from this clunky thing who like, you know, puts you know, however many bullets in one person <laughs> uh, to to this like smooth RoboCop who like is upholding the law. <laughs> I mean, it was it was the same company, but they were like, I guess they they were different competing like VPs that were doing like that was yeah. the whole thing with like Ronnie oh. Cox. He was doing the Ed Two Hundred Nine thing, and then uh, Miguel Ferreira's character. Uh, I forget what his character. Well, anyway, the the young VP, his whole thing was like a contingency plan in case something screwed up. There's a there's a line though, and I kind of attributed it to this, 
um, where the one of the the older guys is like, no, I had that. Like, I needed to kill him. Like, I needed to take him out because of something. I don't remember why. Um, and so that was why, that was why the first robot malfunctioned. He didn't really malfunction. He was designed to kill that guy. No, I think he malfunctioned. No, because the dude is like, no, that's the that's the on the t- he has him on the tape at the end. He has to take out the guy. No, he's taking out the guy because he took the contract away from him. He wanted the Ed two hundred nine to be on the street, and that that guy talked shit to him <laughs> or about oh. him in the, in the bathroom. And then he's like, "Well, that's oh the that straw. bathroom scene, that the, bathroom scene." I thought they're yeah. gonna make out for a minute. Like he started putting his hands up on his head, and I was like, "Oh, they about to start making out!" <laughs> and he like grabs him, and I'm like, "Ah!" And he's just like. <laughs> Man, that whole exclusive executive lounge that they need a fucking like gold card just to get in, but yeah. it's literally just a dude's bathroom. That's right. I'd buy that. Where apparently executives like they'll Rebel take a shit them. and then walk out and have an entire conversation and then leave the bathroom and never wash their hands. Rub Come his on. shitty hands on his hair, <laughs> grab his head. Look, I don't know what you guys do, but I hear that that was pretty common. That's pretty common for men. So I don't. I bought it. I bought it. Don't do it. It's gross. Wash your hands. <laughs> It takes us men a while to learn it, but, you know, <laughs> a- a- after the age of 25, we're, we're okay. I don't know, because, like, after <laughs> last year. you by that point. Hold on, because last year, everyone was like, oh, my God, did you know you're supposed to wash your hands? And, like, look, and, Wait, like, if, you, if yeah. you don't do it this way, you don't cut your whole hand. Like, it's not your Wait, whole hand. Is it clean? And that's I was like. True. How yep, are you yep. raised? Like, I'm sorry, we don't. This is off topic, but like, honestly, <laughs> you get on I've so never seen Robocop this. wash his hands, not once. And if he eats baby food, he's got to poop at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did have this question. This is not um, poop or hand washing related. Um, <laughs> he is the Robocop. The only human part is that little, like, his little face, right? That's his only human part, That's a good right? question. I, I was just thinking that, too, actually. Like, did like, they I just keep his face? Because they were like, mm, he's kind of attractive. Let's just, like, stretch it. Well, like, <laughs> maybe, maybe like, the uh, the voice box re, you know, like, building something to make him be able to talk was just a little bit too difficult. So, they're like, we'll just put, like, a visor over his eyes. They keep it still let him talk. They're keeping some part of his brain because they they make I forget what it is, but they they make some like uh, comment about like the uh, all the experience that uh, of the police force knowledge that he has, you know, like in his and brain, computer aided memory or something like that. Yeah, so I, yeah. I guess they're using his brain like as a a law enforcement data bank of some kind for his Why training. Why does anybody shoot him in the jaw? I mean, yeah, no, everybody though? shoots at his, his chest, but nobody tries to shoot him in the face. I mean, he's just like, metal under it, under it, though. Is it though? I don't know. He's got teeth. Look, you know what bothers me when he takes his helmet off? That the fucking the the black jawline piece that's on the costume just disappears. That that, that yeah. always bothers me. <laughs> that's Side a really note. good point that I didn't think about until you said that. You know, Thanks. and what Dry-dryness. what bothered me on on this watch is that he's got like all the he's like bulletproof. But at the at the end, like he gets stabbed with a spike, and it goes through, it breaks the chest plate. It was a steel spike, dude. They were in a steel meal. Oh, okay. I don't know. It does steel. Yeah. It was a freaking <laughs> steel pole that he like speared him with. You know, like it's steel stronger than whatever lead bullets. Yeah, bullets. <laughs> Bullets can't break the armor, but a spike can. I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, Clarence Bodiger was like just 
He was jacked, okay? He was he, oh, he was, oh, oh, he was okay. super jacked. That's what it was. <laughs> you just you just don't realize it. Yeah, he can wield that giant cannon, laser cannon thing that can make buildings explode <laughs> with one shot. Those, those sniper <laughs> rifles with like boxes taped to the freaking top of them. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple there are a couple of shots where you can tell that they have no no weight when the actors are holding them, but you know, for the most part, I thought they looked they looked pretty good. Yeah, they're cool. They're very eighties. Yeah, I guess so. I, you know, I don't know. I I feel like all the guns for like the '80s actually look pretty simple for a sci-fi movie. You know, you, you think of like aliens, and they have like that big pulse rifle and that gigantic—I don't even know what the thing's called. I forget, well, uh, that Vasquez character has and Drake in that movie, yeah. and then like it's just even like the Terminator. You know, like all their all those guns like just have so many pieces on it. These are actually kind of simple, really. Like uh, even RoboCop. That's okay though. It's, it's like a sleek design, you know. No, I think it, it works. For like a yeah, it does. I mean, thing. like some of the best future guns ever was uh, Men in Black. You know, they they, they get yeah. some neat, sleek, yeah. kind of you know, but still simple. I like the small the ones. Cricket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The small ones were really fucking badass. Some of the bigger ones yeah. were yeah. Okay, Nerf okay. guns. The big ones were Nerf guns. The little ones. I feel like I'm going to break this damn thing. Those were the ones that were dope. That's the second time Men in Black has come up. I'm sorry. That's my prerogative. <laughs> Obviously, I like Men in Black. Hey, it's a good I movie. Mean, there are four of them, and there are four weeks in a month. I'm just putting that out there. Oh, wow. I haven't seen the fourth one. It's international, Neither man. Have I. We'll wait for Men in Black 5. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> have you guys seen any of the uh, Robocop sequels? I know I have seen the second one. Uh, Irvin Kirshner. I uh, not, do not remember it, though. The second one's uh, actually... It's worth watching. Uh, Frank Miller uh, came in and... Um, Really? Wrote uh, part two and three, or they used his story for part three. Uh, Fred Decker, that did uh, Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps, he directed um, RoboCop three, and that's terrible. I do not recommend watching that. Watch Peter one and Weller two as well. Uh, no, Peter. No, he's not in the third one. <laughs> no, Peter yeah. Weller's not in the third one. Yeah. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he went to do a. Um... Cronenberg uh, movie instead. No, he 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 didn't do that. Then wasn't that, did he? wasn't that the third one? I thought those were like the same year, and 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 he chose to to do something that was like actually artful or something like that. He doesn't have a huge career. Like I was looking through his his IMDb and Buckaroo Bonsai, bro. Everything. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, Naked Lunch. Uh, N- Naked Lunch came out in ninety uh, one, and RoboCop three came out in ninety three. So yeah, I don't. What, what was Peter Weller working on in 93? Did they shoot it in 93 or did they shoot it in 91, 92? He put out two films in 93. He did uh, Partners and Sunset Grill. Or Partners was a TV movie. I've never even heard of Sunset Grill. And 91 was Naked Lunch. 92 was 50-50. No, Robocop 3 was kind of like the... Uh, that was like the last saving grace for Orion. That's when they were getting ready to mm. go bankrupt and they... They just needed some kind of hit, and they put all of their money into RoboCop 3, and it was a bomb. No more Orion. But it, Well, that was the, one of their big tent poles, right? It was. It was. Uh, outside of, like, some of the, you know, the random things. Like, obviously, um, Dance with the Wolves made more money for him. Silence of the Lambs made more money for him. But those were later. I still get super nostalgic every time I see their logo at the beginning of a movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was the one we watched recently that had, a, that had it on it? Oh, what was that? Um, God damn it, that's going to drive me crazy now. (laughs) 
Go back to a previous episode we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Ah, oh, damn it. All these movies run together. <laughs> oh, well, I don't yeah. think it was last month. Maybe it was. Oh, I can't remember. But we ratings. Was it I Outland? I think it was Outland. Was Outland? Was Outland the space one? The space one? This, yeah, the space one. Yeah, that's the show. They had like French fries. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everyone loves French fries. Obviously. The thing you remember. <laughs> I feel like if it wasn't that, that it was it was like a year ago. Space French fries. <laughs> Outland. Orion. (laughs) All right. Who's going first? Who's rating Robocop? I'll go first. All right. There we go, Christy. I think this is generally a really great movie. Like I said before, I think this could have been made currently. So I can't believe I'm going to call Robocop like a timeless movie. But, you know, kind of. (laughs) Kind of is. (laughs) Um, I, I, there are so many, like all of the design elements, the way it's shot, even some of the lighting, um, I thought it was really, really great. Um, but I'm going to have to knock it down a little bit because I, you know, the thing is, is like when I find the villains more interesting, then I get more interested in them. And I kind of root for them. And like Robocop is just like so boring. And like, (laughs) I just don't care that he's trying to, well, Brian disagrees, but I think he's like kind of trying to discover, all right, this is, I guess, incorrect, but kind of trying to discover his humanity. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he's not doing anything. It's hard to say because he's boring. And so like, I would like rather sit and watch the dude do Coke off of the other girl's chest. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like that's more interesting to me. And so I'm going to have to knock some points off of that. Like if I were like, I think I said this before, if I were like a teenage boy and like very into right and wrong, like injustice, like I would love this movie amazing i can see why people show their kids this movie i can see why people love this movie but like i missed that part of society i guess where i wanted to be a cop i don't know i don't know it's i again (laughs) i was like what's going on with all these other characters like why aren't we following them so anyway i guess i'm gonna have this is tough i'm gonna have to i mean like if we're looking at the technicalities of it Actually, I'm going to I'm going to give two ratings. I don't I don't care (laughs) if we're looking at the technicalities of it uh, and like just like generally I'm going to give the movie like a nine. I think it's really great. Um, But if again, if we're looking at like, is it is Robocop like interesting and do I root for him? Like, I don't I don't care. Um, And so I'm going to rate it a little lower and give that like a seven. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so she gives it an eight. Um. <laughs> but I can't. I don't feel comfortable giving it an eight because, like, it doesn't. Des- I don't. I, I feel like if I say it's an eight, then I'll be like, yeah, I totally want to watch this again. Actually, and I, I would watch it again. Actually, so I mean, I'll give it a seven and a half. How's that? Okay. All right. Oh, but uh, <laughs> you were just saying you couldn't give it an eight. <laughs> no, I can't give it an eight. I can't give it an eight. But wow. Pop is just like boring. He's like a boring protagonist. Everyone else is so interesting. Why can't the movie like look at any of the other like yeah, that's my thing. That's my thing. Robo the the main character is like insanely boring and I know that's a thing and people are into that and I'm not. I'm not one of those people. 
Well, as a former teenage boy, um, <laughs> I love RoboCop, and I had forgotten how much I love RoboCop. This movie made me a little giddy. I mean, like it, it really, really, really moves. It's 142 minutes along. Like, I think this movie is very entertaining. Right? It does not feel that length. It does not yeah, feel, it the length. feel the length. No, and like it, it, it's 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 edited really well. Um, you know, but I also think that you know. It's an interesting play on, you know, the, the, the silent type. You know, we just did Mandy and, and like the dude barely talks. He's going around kicking ass and he doesn't, you know, he, he's just a, he's just kind of a silent character. Um, you know, that really plays into this. But he's also just like you said, like he's but he's trying to pull his like humanity out a little bit uh, to so we actually like care about him. You know, we get his backstory. We see the the tormented character. And then, you know, the, the one cop who actually cares about him, everybody else can give a fuck because when they, they get it, they get the notice, they're going to pull the trigger and the whole fucking force is there. They're, you know, trying to mow him down. We were told to kill him. And he's like, yeah, but this guy's a fucking cop. And they don't give a fuck, you know. But like, so he overcomes that adversity. But I don't know, man. Like, it's just, it's a really cool action movie. It's probably one of the best fucking action movies. It's just, it's so much, it's just so much fun. Um, I, I got to give it a 10. And I don't know if that's just because of like, uh, this my, my future um, self's enjoyment of it. And then like being able to actually kind of recapture some of that feeling when watching it again. Um, it's, it's, a, it's just a really fun action movie. All right, Griggs, you're, you're going to have to go. You're going to have to go last, man. Uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just I just can't believe you guys are not bringing up like the the it, the comedy here. Like, the, oh, it's funny. The, this yeah. is more of a like a comedy than an action movie. Like, even the action is like uh, satirizing and like critiquing 1980s uh, like uh, politics. And like, uh, it, it's almost making fun of action movies to the point like Jared, even when you brought up like the spike when he he's got that bloody spike and he puts it in like dude he's putting in the the truth right with a bloody spike right what is more fucking 1980s american than that robocop is america Brian. right i think that, I mean, that, dude, that, <laughs> that, that, that that's what we're talking about i mean like this is this is this is totally sending up the 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 action genre i think is i don't know like calling it out for what it is um when I was a kid and saw this, this was one of the first time I was, yeah, this was one of the first times I ever recognized satire. I was like, oh, oh, I get it. You're making a joke. I understand. Nukem, that, I've played Battleship. I get that. Yeah. You know, and as a kid, like, that's an amazing thing. But as an adult, I, man, I just, I still laugh at this stuff. This stuff is still so funny. The way this thing moves just constantly. I think. That the fact that you're able to feel emotions in this movie when he's going through his house on the tour, like Griggsy, you know why they have like production design like laid out all over the place and it's broken and it's not been cleaned up because that that gives him an emotional connection and me and the audience, I can put these moments together and it just works, it just works, and like who fucking cares? Yeah, the the script takes shortcuts, but man, they're think about all the things they're world building. Like all of these commercials, like that 6000 SUX, which is hilarious. 6000 <laughs> sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like that's the car. They got a commercial for it. It's like in the world. The uh, the characters keep constantly every everybody brings up I'd buy that for a dollar. You see that on the TV screen. Like I'd buy that for a dollar. Right? And we're we're setting up like not only just like where we are, like in our environment where we're shooting, but we're setting up this huge grant not just Detroit, but we're setting up the United States almost. Of like and, and and like even outside of that where we were seeing like 
shit in outer space that happens and goes wrong. Oh, I forgot about the laser. <laughs> right? The Star Wars program. <laughs> two two yeah, previous American presidents were killed today in an accident from a space laser. <laughs> I like I like what sure, they showed. I'm, I'm definitely sure it was an accident. Okay. Like when they show them and they're inside like a capsule and they're all floating around and like ah! they're all bouncing off the walls. But somehow, somehow the camera is very stable. You know, I wonder how they, they actually did that. Like, how, what yeah. was that from? It's the vomit comet. It seems like it's the vomit comet. They put them in. That I can't and, believe and they would do it. that, man. For like that, this has got to be like they were totally weightless. Like yeah, yeah, it looked like they were. Yeah, it did look good. Yeah, I mean the title RoboCop. Like, I understand why a lot of people don't seek this movie out, but th- this this is one of the greatest. 80s science fiction movies ever made especially r-rated like violent reagan era sci-fi this is up there with the thing this is up there with the fly terminator like just aliens just amazing movies that have not only just great effects but have stories that you can you can dissect and and you can think about in in a multitude of levels but man they still move and they're still entertaining the highest of tens can't give it a higher 10 like this broke the fucking scale i'd give it a ten thousand if i could it's a great got a great poster brian oh dude i know i got it in my house (laughs) (laughs) it's so good it is a permanent fixture on my walls grigsy close us up (laughs) bring us home griggs oh man uh quintessential action movie quintessential 80s movie yeah, I mean, I said it earlier. I, this was this was like the dad's movie when I was a kid. Like every dad that I knew loved this fucking movie. Um, I probably watched it like twenty times on TV when I was a kid, just because every time it, it was it. It's a one sock movie. Like you're you, you, it comes on TV. You got one sock on. You got to leave, but you, you just find yourself like forty <laughs> minutes later still watching this fucking movie, and you haven't even put your second sock on. Like this is not a movie that you start watching and then stop watching because you're like I gotta go. It, it's just. So many of the elements are are just fucking timeless. Um, I mean, the fact that Kristen spent like 10 minutes just talking about how from a 2021 lens, this still kind of applies, is kind of brilliant in a lot of ways. I really love the fast-paced editing. Like, there are so many shots in all the shootouts and that the, the scenes just cut like super, super fast. And some of that may have been because, you know, the, the the shit on set, like, wasn't working. And I read some stuff that was like, oh, the guns were, like, jamming three seconds into each each shot. So they were forced to shoot, to cut super fast. Well, now that's, like, pretty fucking standard. Like, oh, yeah, you got two seconds in a shot. Well, that was a really long shot. Like, back then that was kind of cutting edge. No pun intended. Um, and I think it, it it's part of what to me helps helps it feel still very new and fresh. Yeah, like Brian said, they just build the world so freaking well. Like you feel it, you feel from all the commercials and the the newscasts that like yeah, the world they're living in is shit. Now some of it is coming from a standpoint of the eighties, like like the the opening shot with the the newscast is like, oh yeah, South Africa still has apartheid and it still sucks down there. <laughs> So like some of it didn't necessarily like age accurately, but it, it but it still kind of applies. You know what I'm saying? Like this the sentiment behind all that stuff still definitely works. Yeah. I do also have to agree with Kristen. Robocop is not super interesting as a character, but the story built around him, I, I feel like still plays well enough that like we could spend fucking two hours talking about his humanity when he's is he a robot? Is he a cop? Is he 
a cyborg? Is he a human that is, you know, like, like I, I even tried to, to like explain to my son what this movie was. I was like, oh yeah, no, we're watching RoboCop. We're talking about this thing. And, and he's like this guy and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, so he's cyborg. And I'm like, no, he's definitely not cyborg. He's not a superhero. He's a, he's a person, but he's a robot. This was like the first thing that came out that was like this that I ever saw for sure. I mean, I was also three when the movie came out, but like it was just so fucking cutting edge. Man, I I, I love this film. I've, I've this is definitely one of those movies that I've seen like thirty times and will probably watch another dozen times in my life. Uh, and I I have no shame about it. I gotta give it a ten, man. Like I, there's nothing I can even pull back on it. Yeah, it's a fucking ten. Good for you, Greg. There we go. All right, bitches, leave. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, I, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the audience. Okay, oh. Dan, don't talk to the audience like that. <laughs> and with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. You want to get in touch with us? You can do so by sending us an email to the Movie Crew at gmail.com That's the Movie Crew. Crew spelled C R E W E. That's right. Extra E at the end of the word Crew at gmail.com You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared. Where can the audience follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, or on Apple Podcasts with my other podcast, Tour Stories. And Mike, where can they find you? I am on Instagram and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene, and that's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. We're going to close out the show tonight. Uh, you know what? Uh, Basil Polidorus. With the theme from Terminator. Uh, we're, no. Uh, I, I, really like, <laughs> I really like what he does with his theme here. We're going we're gonna to play um, the RoboCop theme uh, in, in the heroic version and then in, in like the, ooh, the danger version. So we're going to play uh, track 15 titled Rock Shop. Which I don't know why it's titled Rock Shop. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't crack. It was cocaine that they were. Uh, they were packaging, right? That is yeah. accurate. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you could turn cr- uh, cocaine were... into crack. So. Oh, okay. They All were... right. Okay. So it's they still... were putting oh, the snow okay. in the bottle. All right. So so fifteen uh, Rock Shop, and we're also gonna play uh, tr- track nineteen. Force shoots Robo. This is from composer. Go Robo. <laughs> this is from composer Basil Port. Polidorus? Polidor I, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. Whatever. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs>